welcome back to another episode of the Sleepy Knots podcast. I'm your host and as always author of today's sleep story, Erin. So I'm sorry there was no episode last week. I have a good reason, a really good reason actually. Um, I was lucky enough to get my second dose of the vaccine and I was so sick. <laughs> I was, it, it definitely knocked me it knocked me for a loop. And so I apologize, but now I am fully vaccinated. I am back and ready to give you another sleep story. So exciting stuff is happening. I still have, I know I've been saying it for a while, but I've been working on the audiobook uh, version of my latest book, Kindred Secrets, and my first book, uh, Family Business. All of it is, you know, it's a learning curve. It's a work in progress. So um, my wonderful husband is, is, in the process of building me a sound booth in the garage so I don't have to wait till the kids go to sleep to record downstairs. So anyway, are you ready to dive into this week's sleep story? I want you to find a quiet space. Close your eyes and take a deep breath. Get nice and cozy and prepare to lose yourself in this week's silly sleep story called Chris Hemsworth and the attic treasure. As a little boy, whenever Chris Hemsworth would visit his grandma's house, he knew that there was one rule above all that he must never break. He was never allowed to go in the attic. He never asked why until he was older, and when he did, he was met with nothing but stammering and excuses from his grandma. But when she died, it was left to him to clear out her home. He did what any dutiful grandson would do, and he made sure to divide the family heirlooms appropriately donate what was left, and close all her accounts before putting her house on the market. But there was one thing he left until he could no longer put it off. Two days before her house went on the market, he finally took a deep breath and pulled down the extending stairs from the ceiling door that sat in the middle of the hallway. As the stairs unfurled, he was hit with the smell of mold and stale air. Pulling his phone from his back pocket, he turned on the flashlight app and started to climb into the darkness. No one in the family seemed to know exactly what was hidden away in the attic, so he had no idea what to expect. All he knew was that as a teenager, he'd spent hours speculating on what must be hidden away up there. He imagined maybe there were stacks of money or gold bars or dynamite. Maybe the space was filled with the relics of his grandma's secret life as a spy before any of the Hemsworth boys had come along. As his feet hit the wooden planks of the floor, he heard the scuttling of tiny paws and the squeaks of mice, or at least what he hoped was mice. He found the light switch easily, and when he clicked it on, he saw nothing out of the ordinary. There were boxes and old furniture piled up, and the entire space looked like a normal, everyday attic. Chris Hemsworth wandered through the stacks of papers and boxes and decided finally to examine their contents. The first box that he chose was filled with antique dresses that were dripping in sequins and crystals, but he didn't really think too much about that. Didn't all old ladies have a box of old dresses? His grandmother had been a housewife and had never worked as far as he knew, so why did she have such fancy dresses? The next box that he opened held the answer. When the flaps of the cardboard boxes folded back, he was greeted with a large black and white photo of young grandma, stark naked and wrapped around an aging, pot-bellied, bald Asian man in the middle of a stage. She was flanked on all sides by Asian men cheering and smoking cigars and tossing money at her. He rubbed his gorgeous face with his big, manly hands and tried to 
tried to get the image of his naked grandmother out of them. Underneath the picture were the relics of an entire career he had not known that his grandma had had. There were pasties and handbills from her performances, which, according to everything here, apparently took place in China in the 50s. At the bottom of the box was another picture of Grandma Hemsworth sitting on the lap of the same man from the stage, but who he now clearly recognized as Chairman Mao. Chris Hemsworth shook his head in confusion and his gorgeous blonde hair flopped from side to side. He assumed that this was the secret that was hidden away and that there was nothing left to find but family heirlooms. I mean, what could he possibly find after finding out that his grandmother was a private dancer for Chairman Mao? She didn't even like Chinese food. That's really weird. But he was wrong. In the next stack of boxes were more photos, but this time it was even even younger Grandma Hemsworth. She wasn't naked, thank God, but she was standing scantily clad in the middle of a circus tent crowded with people. An elephant stood before her high on its back leg, a look of pain on its face and tears running down its wrinkled gray cheeks, and that's when he noticed the large whip in Grandma Hemsworth's hands. He slammed the box shut and shuddered, not wanting to see what other historical cruelties his grandma may have committed. With his head swimming with questions, he spotted an old rocking chair in the corner of the room and sat down. As soon as he did, he could have sworn he heard a woman's voice. Help me, it whispered. He glanced around the space trying to find the source of the voice, but was met with silence. Maybe those were the tortured echoes of that poor elephant. His grandmother had whipped mercilessly in the circus. She didn't even like cats. Well, maybe that's why she didn't like cats. Animal trainer. Weird. As he started to get up from the rocking chair, a sheet that had been hastily hung over a large mirror fell, and he stood to examine it. It looked like a normal mirror. It had a gold frame, and it stood just as tall as Chris Hemsworth himself. As he took in his reflection, he saw movement out of the corner of his eye and was a little startled. He knew he was alone in the attic, so maybe it was just one of the mice that had scattered by when he turned on the light. Help me, please, a wispy voice called. Who's there? He waited for a moment or two. When no answer came, he did what he always liked to do when he was alone with a mirror. He shoved his hand out to one side and struck a Thor pose, as if waiting for the hammer he had called to simply appear. Then he laughed and, you know, took a good look at his gorgeous self. But soon he heard the voice again. Oh, look at you, it said. Who said that? In a flash, a face emerged from the mirror, and soon a woman had materialized inside it. She was young and busty, with dark curls hanging down to her shoulders. What the fuck? He screamed and fell backwards, landing on his perfectly toned and probably tanned butt. Are you a ghost? The woman nodded. I'm trapped in here. You have to help me. How am I supposed to do that? That's a terrible... <laughs> That's bad. How am I supposed to do that? He asked. All you have to do to free me is break this mirror, shatter it, and I will be free. Now, Chris Hemsworth has seen enough horror movies to know that if a ghost is trapped in an item like a lamp or a mirror, it's probably for a good reason. So he wasn't really ready to just jump to letting her out. What if it was a demon or a bad ghost or something? He didn't want to just unleash it without knowing more. You're so handsome, <laughs> she giggled. I know. <laughs> Please just knock this old mirror over and let me out. How do I know this isn't like a Beetlejuice situation and you're tricking me, he said. Do these look like a trick? 
she asked and dropped her white nightgown off her ghostly shoulders. Uh, ghost boobs. Cool. Like, I mean, I guess I could free you. It doesn't seem like you're a demon or anything. You're not a demon, are you? He asked her. Oh, no, I'm just a regular ghost. Wait, why does my grandma have an antique haunted mirror? Oh, don't, don't worry about that. Just, just let me out. If you let me out, I can make it worth your while, she said with a little wink and a kiss directed right at him. Yeah, all right, I guess there's no harm in that, he said, sort of reluctantly. But without another thought, he pushed the mirror over and the glass shattered and skittered across the floor of the attic. Finally, I'm free, she shrieked. She tried to wrap her ghostly arms around him, but all he felt was a deep and intense cold blast through him. So we can live at your place, right? I'm sick of this old dump. I've been stuck in this attic for decades. We can get married and adopt a whole pack of French bulldogs and we can start breeding them. Then we can spend every day together until you die. And then we can be together forever and ever. We'll never have a moment apart since I can go everywhere with you now. Hey, I thought you said you'd make it worth my while, and I thought that meant I'd get to touch one of your ghost boobies or something. I, I didn't mean I wanted to... Shh, she said. It's okay. We have the rest of our lives to work out the details. Now, do you think we should start crossbreeding the French Bulldogs with Huskies, or... I mean, we could call them Fruskies, or maybe Hull Dogs. I don't know. We'll go over it. Oh, we're going to have so much fun together forever and ever. My God, he thought, I have unleashed the clingiest ghost of all time. I don't even care why she was trapped here in Grandma's attic. I gotta get out of here. No, he screamed and sprinted down the stairs and out of the house without ever looking back. Wait for me, she called. And all he could think was, he had seen the exorcist. Did the exorcist work on ghosts that weren't possessing people or was that just a demon thing? He had some serious homework to do. He could not be saddled with this clingy lady for the rest of his life. No wonder Grandma never wanted him to go in the attic. Ugh, what had he done? The end. All right, so um, I hope that everyone has a really... Okay, so I know I'm a little late to the party on this, but it's something I have to bring up. I have finally joined TikTok. I have not started posting anything yet because I've seen a lot of TikTok videos about how annoying it is when old people join TikTok. You know, at 39, apparently I'm ready to be put out to pasture. So um, for right now, I'm just, I'm creepily watching from afar, but I have to say, I'm thinking about putting up, um, I'm, pu I'm thinking about putting up videos. Um, I don't know. I'm sure I'll come up with something. Or I'll just keep watching TikTok. I mean, I'm really, like, I I lost myself in TikTok for, like, an hour or so the other day. It was really, I was a little ashamed, but I was also very satisfied because I had laughed quite a bit. And we all need a little bit of laugh in our lives whenever we can get it. So, so anyway, you can find me on Twitter. Yes, TikTok. I haven't posted anything. Instagram at Aaron Potter Plow. They're all the same. Um, feel free to hit me up if you have any suggestions or anything you want to see. Um, in the meantime, I'm plugging away, writing another book. It'll be out later this year. Um, I'm always writing something. I'm I'm an endless well of weird stories. 
as if you couldn't tell from this podcast. So, um, <laughs> anyway, I hope you fell asleep. I hope you have a wonderful week. And until next time, sleep well.